my natural environment. But the following afternoon found me in the back of the tea room as ordered, ready to help out. It would look more appealing if you mix the offerings up a little, I said. No, Gemma, it would not. We can tuck the circular sandwiches around the scones and the square sandwiches in with these small brownies. That way you'd have consistency of shape. I don't want consistency of shape. I want sandwiches on the bottom tier, scones in the middle, and the tarts and cookies on the top. That's the way afternoon tea has been served since time immemorial. Actually, afternoon tea isn't a long-standing tradition. It's generally considered to have begun around 1840 when Anna, Duchess of Bedford, Gemma, stop talking. Butter that bread. The smoked salmon's bread and the chicken salad are already prepared. The cucumbers, watercress and herbs are sliced. All you have to do is put the sandwiches together. Follow the assembly instructions I prepared and cut them according to the design I printed out for you. When they're ready, cover them in plastic wrap. Got it? I am capable of making sandwiches. I glanced around the busy kitchen. Do you have a ruler? What do you need a ruler for? It says here that the cucumber sandwiches are to be two inches long by three quarters of an inch wide. A ruler would ensure accuracy. Roughly, Gemma. Roughly is good enough. Very well. I set about cutting the crusts off the white sandwich bread slices laid out before me. Jane began rolling out the dough for another batch of strawberry tarts. The tea room had been exceptionally busy all day, she said, meaning they'd had to serve some of the food she'd prepared for the big group due to arrive at four. At the moment, Jocelyn was washing dishes and Fiona was arranging pots of tea for a table of six who'd just come in. I, of course, had neglected to ask my shop assistant, Ruby, to work today. Mondays and Tuesdays were her day off. She told Jane she couldn't possibly come in at the last minute, so Jane had offered her double time and a half. Jane was not happy with me. I was rather enjoying this making of sandwiches. Like a well-oiled machine, I went down the row buttering the crustless slices of bread, lightly, back up the row adding an ice cream scoop of chicken salad, down the row sprinkling on pretty green herbs, back up the row putting the tops on, and finally slicing them into triangles. Those have got to be the neatest sandwiches I've ever seen, Fiona said. Thank you, I said. Next up, the smoked salmon spread, which would be rolled into pinwheel shapes. At five minutes to four, I had assembled and sliced 100 sandwiches, the scones were warming in the oven, and the last of the tiny lemon tarts were cooling on the counter. The dishes were washed, the pots of clotted cream and strawberry jam laid out on the tray, the huge kettles boiling. Got any plans for tonight, Gemma? Jocelyn leaned against the counter, enjoying a brief moment of quiet before the tea-loving hordes descended. Jocelyn was in her mid-twenties but already had three school-aged kids. She adored those children, if not her husband, a regular, or so I've been told, at many of our town's drinking establishments but she noticeably pined for her lost youth and all the fun times she thought we single women were having without her. This time, I didn't have to make up a story about planning a wild night on the town. Uncle Arthur's leaving tomorrow for who knows where, and I'd like to spend some time with him before he goes. I never know how long it will be before he comes home again. That reminds me, I said I'd treat him to dinner out. I'd better take care of that now. Dinner in a nice restaurant, Jocelyn said dreamily. With an adult, how wonderful that must be. I took out my phone and texted my friend Andy Whitehall to make a reservation for dinner. 
Andy owned the Blue Water Cafe, one of the most popular places in town. It sat at the edge of the boardwalk and extended out over the water. The fresh seafood and traditional New England cooking were as fabulous as the view. Now, I said, putting the phone away again, where were we? Before Jocelyn could answer, my phone beeped with an incoming text. Out it came once more. Andy. Gemma, not again. You have to call earlier. We're full to the rafters tonight. Me. Sorry. I'll be with Uncle Arthur. He's leaving town tomorrow. Please? Andy. This is positively, absolutely the last time. Come at 7.30. We'll find you a table. Me. Thanks. Fiona's head popped around the kitchen door. A tour bus is coming down the street. Jocelyn wiggled her shoulders and straightened her uniform skirt. Jane took off her bathing.